Hello, everybody, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, your executive producer here, and thanks for tuning in to watch or listen to whatever it is you're about to watch or listen to. In these trying times, we really do appreciate everyone that feels that we are worth their time, and we hope that we're able to give you something entertaining to while away the time as you spend it. Uh, we particularly want to thank those of you that feel like we're worth financially contributing to, uh, particularly our $25 and up supporters on Patreon, who are Antitonic, Drevian Alexander, Catwater Flame, Rowan Parker, and Samantha Bates. Yes, I read that off of the list. Thank you very much for supporting us. I know that in these uncertain times, finances are tough for everybody, so that you're willing to donate to us means a lot to all of us here, and we thank you. That being said, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. And we're live again for the second try. Uh, apologies. It seems to be holding up better. Apologies for those watching. If everyone other than me suddenly locks up, I will do my best to marionette them around uh, 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 Weekend at Bernie's style until the internet restores itself. Uh, because, well, apparently worldwide, Zoom is shitting the bed. And by shitting the bed, I mean having internet issues. To be fair, are we sure of that, or was it just that one report I saw on Twitter? <laughs> We're just going to say that and blame Zoom. I'm okay with this. <laughs> I am 100% on board. We're not a news outlet. <laughs> I mean, I am a news outlet. You are. We're not. <laughs> Technicality. No, I mean, let's, let's be honest. There's plenty of news outlets that do exactly that anyway. <laughs> yeah. I love them. And really, when's the, when's the last time you broke news on one of our shows? It's been a while. Yeah, you, you, have couple, done it, you have done it at least once. There have been a couple instances where I've been like, hey, this is a thing. Yeah. But largely, we, Final Show Films as a whole, are here to do stupid shit on the internet and say stupid things in order to make you, the viewers, laugh. And that's pretty much it. But yes, hello everyone. Welcome back to Hunter the Vigil Terminus Tendency, our New World of Darkness Chronicle, with me, William, as your storyteller, and I am joined today by John. Hi, uh, <laughs> Clown Shoes here. Uh, I'm playing... <laughs> I'm playing Zero Albright, the Chiron Group Atlanta Director of Operations. <laughs> What the fuck is wrong with you? Lots of things. <laughs> Do you like them alphabetically or chronologically? <laughs> An ascending or descending order. Uh, I'm playing Zero Albright, the Chiron Group and Landon Director of Operations. Oh, Black Lives Matter, trans rights and human rights, fuck cops and the Republican Party. For the record, I would like them by magnitude in <laughs> ascending order, okay. but done through um, some algorithm or another. 
Well, I mean, that's that's the question. Ascending, ascending Done chronological or... Done for the TikTok or... algorithm. Okay. Just to completely fuck you up. But ascending, ascending chronological or ascending alphabetical? Magnitude. Ascending magnitude. Ascending magnitude. magnitude. Okay, ascending magnitude. Uh, ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> and we're off. <laughs> And more half hours later, and that's a stream, folks. I'm only halfway through. Hi, I'm Mara, and I'm playing Thomas Smith, uh, Ashwood Abbey repairman. And I was gonna go with a fancy title like Chaos Incarnate, but I seed my crown, John. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I'm recovering from a sinus infection. <laughs> and Holly. Hi. I'm Holly. I'm playing Astrid Ashwin, uh, Knights of St. Adrian, uh, Murder Suite. And Jeremy. Hi, I am Jeremy. Uh, I am playing Nina Sky, uh, Union Secular Satanist Rockstar. I can, I, I can now confirm because we have four reports and that should be good enough for the entire world. Four reports on Twitter you just of need... unconfirmed people saying they have Zoom issues. So you officially, need... I'm breaking news. You just Zoom need is having issues. North America, Europe, Asia, and the South Pacific, and that's all you need. Yeah, they're all type. I don't think that's the case. I think they're all in the U.S. <laughs> At least one person in Chicago. Worldwide. That. <laughs> Only the U.S. Worldwide. <laughs> I mean, the parts of the world that count, right? <laughs> Sorry, I was playing the role of an American. According to Americans, yes. And Jack. Hey, everybody. I'm Jack. I'm playing Nikolai Dalka, member of the Ascending Ones, Order of the Southern Temple, unlicensed physician who prescribes you to punch at least one Nazi today. <laughs> Put him in a line. <laughs> so, the more, the better. My... <laughs> My ADHD is so bad that I don't eat properly, so I have to take, like, gummy vitamins to make sure I get all of my required nutrients in a day. And I was just about to take a third dose of my fiber gummy gummy vitamins, which I only supposed to take two a day. <laughs> third one might, be good, might not be good for you. No, it wouldn't be. But well, we know what John's going to be doing over the break. Too much fiber is painful. <laughs> Uh, when last we left off, the group had, well, two specific members of the group had had a very close encounter with the incarnation of death. David Bowie. <laughs> Just like him. I, I would gladly be killed by David Bowie. No, that's the incarnation of an arch fay. That's fair, too. Kirby Howell Baptiste? <laughs> <laughs> yes but <clears throat> the uh, after returning to the hideout the group uh, the two of them had shared the encounter with the rest of the group informing them of what they had seen and where they had seen it uh, point of order most of the rest of the group yes because I wasn't there because I wasn't asked if I was there or not <laughs> And was given the general thought. Actually, no, you were there. You commented on it. Yeah. Did I? We were all there. 
No, he wasn't there. No, I wasn't. I remember him saying he wasn't there. He yeah. was somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. Someone, someone, and I could have sworn it was Zara, had commented that it might have been Death trying to communicate. Uh, I think Jeremy. that was Nina. Nina that was, was that Nina? Nina? Okay, yeah. that was Nina. Nina was like, okay, first of all, are you okay? Second of all... I understand that Jeremy and I might have sliding into your DMs. Certain similar physical characteristics, but our glasses are very distinct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, (laughs) not all goatee glasses guys are the same. (laughs) You're fortunate that I'm not wearing my glasses right now. (laughs) Mara, that was perfect. Okay, I don't take offense to that, Mara, because technically it's not a goatee. <laughs> I mean, technically neither is yeah, it. Yeah. You are all so fortunate that I'm not wearing my glasses right now. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Fuck. Okay. We're doing real good so far. We're, we're doing amazing. Longer you derail me, the less time you have to deal with death. Remember, this isn't John. This is <laughs> clown shoes. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> but um, we rejoin the group back in the hideout. As you have just shared this information and started a conversation about it. <clears throat> so what exactly are we going to do about this. That was going to be my next question. Uh, how much longer until the coffins are ready? It's been a few days. you got most of two weeks left. Awesome. <laughs> and a half or something. I mean... If... Death is on a schedule? Can death be on a schedule? Do you think time, like, is a thing? Death is always on a schedule. That's when Zero arrives. <laughs> Anybody got a, 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 a non-made-by-Parker-Brothers Ouija board? I do, but it's not here. Why would a Ouija board help us? Also, what's uh, going on? Because death said hi... <laughs> To um, to, to Nico and Astrid. Death gate crashed our date. Yeah. Yeah. And killed some people. And did not take a holiday. I appreciate that uh, gate crashing your date was higher on the scale of importance than killing people. No, no. <laughs> Let's be There's clear. Both. <laughs> yeah. He gate Death crashed can first. Multitask. And then people died. We were going in in ascending chronological order. Ah, I see. Well, uh, why would a Ouija board be our go-to method? Death isn't a ghost. Death is death. I mean, Ouija boards don't just talk to ghosts. Death is a spirit. Ouija boards are not like, ghost boards, they're spirit boards. I feel like incarnation and spirit are two slightly different things. Yeah. Like, the incarnation of <clears throat> the Earth wouldn't necessarily be a spirit. Technically, yes, but 
I mean, we're assuming death comes from, you know, also, we don't, the land of the dead, right? Yes, also, we don't need a Ouija board to talk to spirits. I can do that. That's true. Yeah, but you're not a piece of cardboard, so, you know. I would rather talk to death just in case. I still think that they were trying to communicate, potentially. But just to be safe, I would rather talk to death through the spiritual cell phone, just putting this at a distance, than... Have at least one intermediary. Right, than have a face-to-face. Though, if death death is able to show up and crash these two's date, wouldn't it stand to reason, then, that communicating to death through a Ouija board would just be more than enough connection for death to appear before us anyways? I'm assuming death can appear before us at any point, at any time, and that's part of why I think that 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 they were just trying to communicate something. Because <laughs> if I, if death wanted Astrid and Nico dead, they'd be dead. So Nico's gonna text Amalia and see if she knows if if she or someone she knows might be able to give him info on astral projection potions basically so crashing a pair of cars in an intersection is death's way of saying wyd hmm. more or less or or just delivering him uh Pretty much, actually, yeah. That is my working theory. It's death saying you up. That's a sound theory as anything else, considering they're not dead. Right. Um, You hear back from Amalia very shortly. If you have the time and and the experience to understand it, I could try and teach you the incense of the next world. Where and when? You know the place. As for Ouija boys. Whenever you're available and have the time. As for non Be there tomorrow. <laughs> As for non-commercially branded Ouija boards, I'm certain there's a shop somewhere in Little Five Points that can satisfy that need. Oh, probably. Like I said, I... I, oh, I if I have one, by the way. Okay, cool. I have like, a It really was just a matter one. of whose, whose place was closer, because I've got one, too. Mine's just a little ways across town. Frankly, there's a shop in Lawrenceville that could probably fulfill those needs. Well, there's there's at least a few dozen various occult like like witchcraft shops in the Atlanta area. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a we have a surprising volume of specialty like specialty pagan shops uh, in the in the area. That's not even a little surprising to me, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering we also have the highest volume of mega churches per capita. <laughs> and that's you why. You gotta balance I mean, that shit out. That is exactly why it's not surprising to me. Like, yeah. there are there are five places that it did not surprise me that there are serious uh, uh, occult communities uh, Portland, New Orleans, Atlanta, New York, and Los Angeles. <laughs> yep. That's it. At least in the U.S. In the U.S., yeah, obviously in the U.S. 
and 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 a little town called San Antonio. No, <laughs> I mean also Salem. I was gonna say Boston is big too. Yeah, <laughs> fair. No, fair, fair. Yeah, but in Salem, how much of it is just for the tourists? I mean, uh, half of it, but the other half is you know from history. That's the thing is, yeah, there's probably a lot for the tourism there, but also that's where a lot of, a lot of, of of legit pagans will go because they know they can make fucking bank there. Right. It's yeah. like, hey, this is this is where everybody's gonna be. Also fair. Everybody's gonna hate me anyways. Might as well go somewhere get I get paid, paid for it. Right? <laughs> Let's all go up to Salem. Anyways. Uh so which 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 of the two locations that have been presented to us would be closer, William? Um, between like between uh, Nina's place and and, and Astrid's uh, place. Astrid's place. Yeah, Astrid's place. That's what I figured. Because yeah, like I'm across town somewhere. Yeah, you're on the where. you're on the west side of Atlanta. You're currently on the east side of Atlanta. Yeah. Well, which is where Astrid's apartment is. If there's any location, <clears throat> if there's any location that death is less likely to be able to intrude easily, it would be here. So, we should retrieve these boards and return them here. That means I'm gonna have to get in a car again, doesn't it? We've done it once. Why not twice? I could drive if you'd like. Doesn't matter who's driving. Do you, do you want to just give me the keys and I'll go grab it? You can just tell me no, where it's no, at. No, 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 I'm not sending you, no. Would you like to communicate via text message? I, it's fine. I I will is, go get it. Is Archer home? Maybe he could just run it over real quick. I have and then no home. idea. I yeah, She yeah. will text Archer. The sun is still up. Is it? I thought it was night. Oh, was it? I was I gonna say know. we. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's dark out. It's, yeah, it's, it be, it's dark out by now. In my brain, it's always light until someone says it's not. <laughs> it's um, a world of darkness game. Think the other way around. Yeah, yeah. But but it's 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 always daytime because that's the least convenient time for it to be. Astrid will text Archer. Are you at my place? You'll get an affirmative back. Yeah. I will or I won't. Yes, you will get an affirmative okay. back. Could you bring my Ouija board to insert address here? Where is that? The board? Yeah. Closet. Not the one you sleep in. Okay. There's only so many of those in this house. Okay. Five, Found it. Five hours later. Where the fuck <laughs> is it? The townhouse. They're like two closets. It's not going to take But I can't find hours. it. <laughs> Found it. And then <clears throat> on my way. Archer's bringing it. Oh, awesome. Issue resolved. <sighs> I'm just going to look around and see if there are any lingering ghosts or death hanging out. Not not down here at the very least. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, the current area is at the very least clear. Uh. Oh. Death is trying to communicate with the two of you. I wonder why. 
Because if, as we've previously surmised, it's potentially possible that Death is working for this Dark Council, or being controlled by this Dark Council. If Death was being controlled, I imagine wanting to speak wouldn't be part of the deal, so we can likely rule that out. I feel like he's trying to send a message. It could be good, it could be bad. It could be, hey, I have to do what these people say. I use the term people loosely. But I'm not happy with that. Which gives us a solution, because if that's the case, our process shouldn't be find the find out where this is and and kill a bunch of incredibly powerful supernatural creatures, but instead, how do we free death and then death does the job for us? Or it could be challenging us to an old-fashioned duel at sunup. There's a lot of speculation. Yes. Oh yeah, this is all We're very good. I feel like if you have any kind of duel with death, death wins because every form of duel is about killing someone. I, mean, I agree. Yes. Not saying that it would be a victorious outcome for us. Here's the thing. You challenge death to a game, winner like if he wins he gets to kill you, if you win you get to keep living. And then when he accepts, you say, great, we're going to be playing 3.5. And I'm the dungeon master. Problem solved. I feel like it doesn't work that way, though. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just the thought experiments that you have when you're crossfaded. What? Says Colleen. Crossfaded, you know. Weed, alcohol, maybe a couple other things. Sure. There's there's the sound, the sound, of, sound, sound of rapid fire footsteps up uh, uh, on the on the surface above, and just a fucking shit. Oh, someone's here. I go up. I to, also go up. Got the sword with me. Uh, you head up and you see Archer like sprawled, like all like fallen, fallen on his ass, like looking at something that was apparently there like five minutes or like a few seconds ago. Hey, Are you all right? What? Yeah, dude in a black suit with these glowing eyes just kind of appeared and was gone. Where? He just points in a general direction. You look, and there's nothing there. I look with my Black special eyes. And glowing So eyes. it followed us back. Yes, your friend That's followed you home. Oh, God! No. Hi, Archer. Hi. Sorry, what I didn't warn you. What the hell did you just drag me into? Uh, uh, Death decided to crash a date that Nico and I were on and murdered some people. Is it murder if it's death? I I don't. There were cars crashing. People died. It's death sh- was there. It's shorthand. <laughs> he seemed to be making some sort of a point. And yeah, no, we 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 had a we had an interesting evening, and I've decided that Blue Oyster Cult is cult is full of shit, and you absolutely should fear the Reaper. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is. 
be glad you weren't out on a busy highway. This is Atlanta. God. This is Atlanta. Never se- have you ever seen Final Destination 2? This is Atlanta. Busy highways are zones of death every day. That's why it's particularly yeah, so but when, when death is on the case. I was going to say, but, but, but when the actual floor supervisor shows up, I feel like things definitely ramp up a notch. Yeah. Look, with the amount of times that a tractor trailer has flipped over and crushed at least one car on 285, I can only imagine that this is death's holiday vacation area. Well, anyway, <clears throat> Astrid will take the Ouija board from Archer. Uh, here. Sorry, I, I didn't warn you. I was kind of afraid you wouldn't come if I did, so I didn't want to get back out on the road. Everyone go ahead and get below and begin your Ouija. I'll keep an eye out up here just in case. This isn't a ship. Mm-hmm. The hideout is literally under the ground, Nico. Have you lost all sense of direction? No, it's just usually go downstairs is what... Anyway, I don't care. Sir, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) (laughs) Would you like to join us, Astrid says to Archer? I guess if the other alternative is walk home and maybe run into literal death. Oh, don't worry. We'll be keeping them busy. I mean, you're already dead. What do you have to fear? I figured you had more of a chance because you're dead already. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing as far as I... the literal incarnation of death is concerned. I mean, yeah, theoretically, somebody who's suspended partway between life and death is probably worse on the spectrum. It might also I'm be the only me. chance he has at human contact. Well, metaphorical human contact. You're not helping, you should also shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Look, if there's a cosmic force and we're not sure exactly what flicks him in the ear the most, I say we all play it safe. Hmm? Yes. Anyways, I'll shout if he shows up again wanting tea. Right. Let's go downstairs. Archer heads downstairs. Nico looks at Zero like, see? Normal phrasing, and then goes downstairs. It's a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> at least that's how I've always Ladder's envisioned stairs. it, because it was like, it was referred to as a trap door when we first found it, and so I've always imagined it's just a ladder straight down. <laughs> uh, it's, it's very specifically, it's a trap door to a staircase. Okay, okay. It is a staircase. It's it's that very tight staircase that you end up walking down and having to not bump your head on the on the on the ceiling of the trap door. Yep. All right. So we've all got a spirit board. We're all going to put our spirit fingers on it and talk to some spirit death. Yeah. And I'm just going to I'm going to go ahead and I'm just going to keep scanning the area around out, outside roughly the area where both around the entrance and where uh, Archer had said that he had seen death. And I'm just going to keep my hand on the phone in case death decides to come a strolling. Roll me wits and composure and add uh, two. All right. Let me get in. Let me actually get into roll 20 first. That helps. 
Wits and composure, plus two for the number of ghosts that follow you around. Plus two for the number of eyes that I have. Well, okay, or that. Plus two it's... because there are so many deaths around you right now <laughs> that it's really hard not to notice them. I mean, yeah, right? <laughs> All of the deaths. Death, death the kid, Alucard. Death of rats. <laughs> the Pale Rider. Gaiman's death. Both the pale rider of uh both the pale rider of of um oh god, what was that video game series? Darksiders. Dark yeah. Both the pale rider of Darksiders and Supernatural. Grim from Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> the death yes. from from Piers Anthony's incarnations of immortality. One success. So, as you're sort of standing here watching, you are struck semi-regularly with the perception of someone being present just in your periphery. And every time you go to look, there's nothing there. But you you are constantly struck by the same vision of someone in a well-tailored suit with purple eyes in your periphery. Just my tie. Well, it's good to know that at least death is a shop-dressed individual. I'm just said that that sentence didn't end with semi-regularly. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting struck semi-regularly. <laughs> Not like consistency, but... Yeah, but frequently, just long enough, just long enough. <laughs> you're like, like, oh, maybe you're right, done now. Bang. Maybe it's done. Oh, why death? Why? <laughs> every once in a while, a chicken just hits me in the face. As soon as your guard goes down. Yeah. Meanwhile, below. And, and meanwhile, the rest of you down below. Meanwhile, in the bat cave. So, I'm not exactly trained by one of the one of the orders of magic that makes use of this kind of thing. How does this work? Colleen says. Well, if it yeah. works, because whether it works or not is, is, is sketchy. Um, we're gonna want to set up all set up a circle of candle, blah blah blah, probably. Probably throw some salt there just to just for safety. Um, do we have any incense down here? Yeah, it's over in the box. Uh, incense or just? Never mind. I'll go check. Uh, no, no, actual there... incense. Actual yeah, there would there would have been incense down here if cool. no one else brought any. There would be incense down here. So yeah, we're no, gonna want to keep the special incense elsewhere stuff because you know death. Is salt going to stop death? Look, nothing's going to stop death, but it might at least appreciate that it might it might let death know that we are establishing some boundaries and maybe death will respect those boundaries. I think he'll at least appreciate <laughs> that we put in the effort. Right. It's like, spring, like it's like sprinkling, you know, it's like sprinkling rose petals on a bed, you know. 
Right. It's not going to matter because you're going to knock all the rose petals off, but it's the presentation that matters. Yeah. Just ask Angel. The presentation matters. I was going to say, it's Um, the presentation that matters because when you murder somebody on a bed, it's nice if it looks good, even though you knock the petals off after you murder them. Well, usually during the murder. I'm so glad that's where both of our minds go. Right? I'm glad I was able to... I'm glad I was able to set uh, that up without um, knowing it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so like, look, the odds that this would actually, the odds that this actually work, I put it. Uh, I don't know. We all know we're 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 all actually aware of this, and not just gonna be fucking around. Hopefully, looking over at Thomas. Um, and not just like ooh. ooh the, the planchette is moving, but um, this is this will be providing the conduit to open up to allow whatever's out there to communicate, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We ask for death. He's saying this as she's setting shit up. I was gonna say Nico. Nico wants to help try and make the yeah. most. <laughs> yeah. Do you have spray paint? Cop- copacetic. Probably whoever wants to help with the setup can just go ahead and roll me wits and occults just to set up the the seance. I'm, I'm throwing not willpower going to into this. I won't touch anything. Two successes for Nico. Hmm. Two successes for Astrid. She grabs she grabs spray paint and is like painting a full like big her like 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 Crowley style right big fuck off pentagram yeah, circle of just, circle of protection circle yeah. of pre- uh seal mm-hmm. um okay wits <clears throat> and a cult and mark off the willpower add three in uh, hold on just a second. I like to think that if this was old world and you bot- and you botched this, rather than making a circle of protection, you make a summoning circle. <laughs> I mean, that could happen in the new world of darkness too. To be fair, right, yeah. it's just a lot harder to botch stuff in the new world of darkness. Unless someone is really trying to make you botch. That's <clears throat> why so old is better, because botches <laughs> are the best part. Mm-hmm. We'll get back to Werewolf eventually. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, and you would not want to be playing Old World Hunter. God, no. That's true. One of these days, I'm absolutely 100% going to have to try to convert Vigil into Old World of Darkness. Because mm-hmm. that yeah. would be fun. Because fuck reckoning. <laughs> because fuck reckoning, yes. It made a good video game, at least. It made good video games, yeah. <laughs> Um, but so you set up a fairly advanced and solid, uh, seance and begin the process as you all place your hands upon the planchette and begin to utter the chant that, uh, Nina is providing you to try and call forth the specific spirits that you're looking for in this case, death. How's Astrid doing with all this? Hmm. Uh, Astrid is 
very much trying to play it cool and casual, but you can tell she's still pretty shaken, kind of mm-hmm. freaking out on the inside. Yeah. Okay. So you, as you begin, as you get a few, as you f- complete the first round of the chant, the planchette begins to shake. And then as you're all watching it, it flies out from under your hands and up the staircase. Didn't expect that. Zero, you see a planchette fly over your shoulder. Can I try to catch it? <laughs> you can, Do you want to? Yeah, we'll try to catch it. Sure. Roll me dexterity and athletics. Sorry, I was just demonstrating what you should do if you have a cough in public around people. <clears throat> dexterity what? Athletics. athletics. One success. So you 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 hear it coming and you reach out and catch it by the tip and it's and it's sort of pulling on your hand trying to go forward still, and you begin to see the uh, a shadow begin to coalesce a good distance in front of you. Nina is running after the arrow. Yeah. With gun out. I will. Hold, holding the holding the the planchette, I will walk forward with it. You do so, and as you walk forward, the shadow begins to coalesce into the shape of a pale figure, dressed in a finely tailored suit, with a black tie, and purple eyes. The face is indistinct and hard to make out, but pale, with sort of short cropped black hair well it would seem that you would like our attention and thus you have it and I'll let go of the planchet it continues to fly towards him and he reaches up a hand and catches it the planchet immediately begins to darken as if it is long dead wood rather than probably relatively well kept oh One can assume that at any point in time you could end the lot of us, and that you haven't means there's something you want. Are we to play charades, or shall you tell us? As you you all look at this, as the rest of you arrive outside... And Nika would have stopped just slightly previous to check on Astrid. Go or stay. Mm -hmm. Oh. All right. You all arrive outside, and as you as you look at this figure, it's sort of like looking at a lenticular, where what you're looking at sort of changes based on how you're looking at it, and depending on the on the moment and the glance, it's either this well tailored suit wearing individual pale of skin, purple eyes, or it's the tall hooded specter of a skeleton with a scythe in hand, or it's the image of just long of like, of like pale bones or just a shadow or any, any of the renditions of death that have been rendered iconic. You see in this individual, depending on how you're looking at them. So what we're saying is we were all right earlier when they're saying I was just surrounded by all the incarnations of death. 
Hmm. Well, that's a thing that I'm looking at for sure. <laughs> and Nico tell whether or not this figure is whether its attention is focused on any one in particular. He seems to be looking at the group of you as a whole. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's the sort of, it, the, the effect is that sort of thing that if this were a comic, it would just be it would just be shown by every panel that death is in. It's a different rendition of death. Right. <clears throat> and in a movie, it would be shown by all of them just sort of phasing in and out of each other. Yeah. Yep. Wish Danny Moonstar was here. <clears throat> right. But does it respond to my question? It sort of looks at you for a minute and without saying anything indicates um, sort of extends a hand and tosses the, the planchette onto the dirt between the two of you and looks around as if trying to observe something in specific that it's looking for and locks eyes with Archer who has come who has come up <coughs> and just kind of raises a hand and crooks a finger as if beckoning Archer to step forward. Look over my shoulder to see where the hand's going. You want to go with this? I don't know what's about to happen, Archer says. How experimental are we feeling? I mean, I've lived a long unlife. If I'm about to die, then... Then you better goddamn say goodbye to your sister. He kind of looks over at Astrid. I mean, if you just wanted to kill me, he could have just done it. Like when I saw him earlier. Yeah. I don't think he's going to kill me, but if he does, be good. Astrid will turn to the Reaper. Are you going to hurt him? There's no response. She'll give Archer a hug. Archer steps forward. <sighs> sort of walks, closes the distance. And when he's about five feet from the Reaper. The Reaper holds a hand up and Archer just stops. And he sort of indicates for Archer to turn around. And he does. He turns back to face the group of you. And there's that glow of purple eyes from whichever version of this, of this individual you're looking at. And Archer kind of stiffens for a second. And with Archer's voice, but in a tone that is not familiar, you just hear a vessel is required for a voice that will not end all who hear it. This one is close to death, 
and will serve the purpose. Makes sense. Fair. Appreciated. So by that reckoning, we can assume you don't want to kill us. For me to speak with my own voice would be the funeral bell, and you would not survive. Gotcha. So what's up, Death? I need your help. Okay. The powers that be that twist the night hold that which I cannot touch and through its essence render me mute and malleable. Okay. I cannot stand against them so long as they hold this artifact. But should they no longer hold the artifact, you can wreak havoc, I assume. They have pushed the cycle of death far beyond its limits. They are that which I should be dealing with, but cannot. Is the artifact the chalice? The cup of eternity, as you know it, is that which brings forth eternal life and stability. It halts the cycle. In the right hands, it serves as the balance to my mirror. But with the mirror gone, and with the chalice in the wrong hands, there is no balance. So, where would one look to find this chalice? It is in the place where the fires began, where that which was burnt to ash was begun to build again. In the place where pain and hurt began to change. Pull out a small notepad, write something in it, put it back in my coat. The final stop on a march to oblivion. The end for many. For many who deserved the end and who did not. A brutal place, full of pain and full of the spirits of those departed. There you will find the door to the dark place, the place where the council keeps their home. It is not on or of this place, but its door can only be found in places of such pain. How would we open it? The door can only be opened with power or with pain, sacrifice, or with extreme energies. Your conduit has such powers, but to bring her there is danger. 
or she is what they want. Yeah, that's not happening. How large of a sacrifice? You would need to match the last stop of the march. So how many people died when they burned the city? I'm pretty certain that's not the march that they're talking about. No, maybe. That's my first thought. No, my first thought would be the research and development facility where my predecessor made his greatest error. You speak too soon. You, you, you speak of too recent an event. I refer to the great pain that was inflicted centuries ago in this place. Centuries ago. More than... The march to the sea. Yeah. Because it was the business district, if I remember correctly. I just don't know how many freaking people died. Well, yeah, (laughs) that was where they were headed. That was what what Sherman ordered destroyed, was, was the business district specifically. It ended at the water, and the pain of that last act is the scale that is needed to open this door without power. That's a lot of death. Not de- not necessarily death, but pain, suffering. It's a lot of pain. anguish. The doors of this place are fueled by agony. It is a price most will not pay, and so it is an effective gate. Just to clarify, was he saying that the door and the the door is also there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the door is there to open the door. We need ow ow ow. Yes. 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 Or or power. I have to ask the question. I'm not suggesting this is a potential option. Does the sacrifice need to be from someone willing to make the sacrifice? Rarely is it ever. Sweet. The door can only be opened from the inside or by the methods of power or pain. Will you try to stop us if we go? If they direct me, but they do not see you as a threat yet. But when they we do start... not see you as one who can enter their domain. But when we start... The gate is good and has held many. But when we start opening their door. I do not know if they will notice, but if they do. Whether they send me or not. It would be a danger for them to attempt to send me so close to the door. My presence alone could open it. But you couldn't open it for us, is what you're saying. They have forbidden me from going there. Ah. That would explain that, yes. 
<sighs> well then, sounds like a day trip to Savannah. I sort of gesture to Archer. Will he be all right? This one's mind is strong. It has faced much suffering. The connection is not gentle, but he will survive. I will depart before I do any further damage. Appreciate it. Yes. And the purple eyes fade, and Archer kind of spasms for a second as this silhouette image of death turns and begins to leave, and two, there's just this two, trail of dead grass in his wake. Two steps, catch Archer before he falls. Astrid will run over to him. Not fun. Doing okay, Sorry. buddy? I'm... Undead. So far. Way of saying, I would say I'm alive, but I'm not. Legally distinct gray areas, which allowed you to survive that. Do you feel okay? I feel like I just had fire running through my veins, but... And being a vampire, that's worse than it would be for anyone else. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> I, Astrid will help him up. Sorry about that. Ow. Oh. I mean, if I hadn't showed up, what would you have done? I have no idea. It would have been a game of charades with the, with the spooky reaper. Yeah. So what you're saying is... I missed out on game night with death, thanks to you. I mean, if you want, I can go home and you can call no, no, him you're back. Good, you're good, you're good, you're good. It's fine. It's all good. Um, all right, then. I guess... I guess we call Pumpkin Jack and tell him that he doesn't have to keep working on coffins? Thank goodness. Oh, he'll be so disappointed. He'll probably finish them in charges for him anyway. Hmm. I'll keep him if nothing else. Well, sounds like but... we need to get to Savannah and <laughs> cause hurt. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, before we get into into running over there, we need to figure out we need to figure out how we're going to get that door open. I have an idea. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course you do. Is it uh -huh. a stupid and horrible idea? No, it's actually quite an efficient and effective one, though you all might not like it. Never I mean, I'm usually before. the one presenting the ideas that I don't think people are going to like, so I'm, I'm willing to listen. Actually, no, Nina, you might like it. Uh, 
We, okay. we take an all-you-can-eat buffet, Astrid's torture suite, and me. If they, if it's pain they need, I can provide an unlimited supply as long as I have food. What? I can regenerate from most lethal injuries very quickly. It just is has the equivalent effect of me not eating for a week. Also, depending on the severity of the injuries. Torture me until the door opens and feed me so I can heal. I'd rather not. Like I said, Nina would like it, but the rest of you might not. I'm not going to do that. Um, on on a slightly alternate potential, I mean, I see where you're going with this. Uh, you can like walk through fire and shit, right? Yes. Does it just tickle when you do? I don't feel it. Oh, okay, then that that doesn't work. I mean, it's we'll have to see when we get there, so we should be prepared to have to dig something out. But I mean, what I kind of asked... sounded like it kind of sounded to me like if you push, if you try to open the door, you're gonna feel extreme pain. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if you push someone face oh, first to get the door. so it's 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 uh the door will open, but it's going yeah. to take a price. Not you have to come up with a price in order to get the door to open. Kind the door's of thing. the door's a sadist, not a voyeur. I mean, from what I gathered, he claimed that it was supposed to be the equivalent pain of an entire town being burnt down. I don't think that's something that one person can generate. At least, not one mortal person. I mean, it would take a while, but... Funny that you used the word mortal person. Because I was thinking... Eventually. Go out on a hunt. Find find some fucking... Drag them to the spot. I mean, he mentioned it requiring a sacrifice. It might legitimately be that you have to cause that much pain in the presence of the door to open it. Yes. Maybe. I, 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 it felt to me more like a ritual to open a door that doesn't have a physical form. Less Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you have to be this tough to open the door. I refuse to believe that Zero has played Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I played it on the Switch. Okay. <laughs> That's why you were hogging it. Got it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> what do you think I did on the flight? <laughs> made it to the Master Sword already? Okay. I've beaten the game at least three times. Hey, getting into the code and having it bring up the victory screen is not beating the game. I, pride, I just want to be clear about that. I pride myself on speedrunning. Thank you very much. I'm shocked. All right, so... <laughs> Regardless, before we go through all this, do we want to try to find the Philosopher's Stone first? Yeah. Because this sounds like a road we might not be coming back from. Also, anyone else other than me have the thought that this might have happened, like the Reaper might have been a recent addition to their roster because he mentioned that Mm -hmm. Things are out of balance because the mirror is gone. Right. 
Yes. Yeah. Which is a recent occurrence. Yep. Very recent. <laughs> Quite Wait, possibly. damn, if things were in balance before. Because that was a lot of fucking ghosts. Look. Well, uh, in balance on a cosmic scale, not necessarily in balance on a more individual scale. We can definitely mm. go. We can definitely go searching for the philosopher's stone first. But one of the reasons that we were looking at this one first is because there's somebody with a potential time limit here, and they're behind that door. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He did make it sound like the council didn't necessarily quite consider us a threat yet. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, that is true. alternatively, we can skip the whole sacrifice thing and just have Colleen kick the door open. No. That's a uh, horrible idea. No, Colleen's when, going when, nowhere near that door. When the actual avatar of death says, by the way, don't bring the one person who could probably I, open it the easiest. I'm not saying yeah. it's our best option. I'm it's not an option. It and to table. be fair, he didn't say don't do it. He just said it's a risk. We understand you're still not doing it. Um, so you'd rather inflict a town's worth of pain on somebody than just have me kick a door open? Yes. Not, not ironically, unjokingly, yes. Yes, I would rather. I would rather you inflict a town's worth of suffering on me than have you kick the door open. Because, Colleen, if you kick that door open, you reveal yourself to the powers that be who are currently immortal thanks to a cup they have, and thus would kill the rest of us and take you for the better prize. Whereas if we, if we open it a slow and agonizing way, it's like sl- it's like slowly pushing the door open instead of kicking it open and drawing less attention, thus potentially allowing us to get the cup away from them before they kill us. And I'm saying all the time that you'll be spent torturing somebody, whether it's you or not, is not exactly going to be quiet, is it? No, it's not. But you know what it also won't do? It won't, A put you in danger, and B, on a more, let's call it a metaphysical level, put the universe in danger. I mean, are some of you not going into this base? Because if I'm not going with you, you're leaving me behind in the open. That's also fair. I can leave you with Archer. Can leave you with the mages. You trust the mages enough? Some of them. Leave you with the Fae. I trust Changeling. Sorry, I trust them, and I trust them enough. Brother Kindness seems a fairly trustworthy sort. I mean, are the Changeling going to be strong enough to keep me safe? Maybe. They wouldn't need to necessarily keep you safe long term. They would just need to keep you hidden for at least long enough. And I feel like that's one thing they're very good at. Exactly. But we'll already be having to rescue an injured party on the other side. Having to rescue an injured party and make sure that you don't get captured 
would be an extremely high task. We even, can, even but if, for, first we need to figure out. And but whether or not Colleen comes along, opens the door, or stays back, I realize that for some people that is already a decided issue. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That is a question to be answered a little later, though. We've got other things that have to be answered first, I think. Which things? Cup first or stone first? We also have no lead on the stone. We don't have a lead on the stone. But I don't know. Something about this cup, given that it's literally in the hands of the council... I think once you get I the feel cup, like ha- you've, you're out of time and you either have the stone or they're after you. Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm going for, is yeah. that I've, if I mean, we want I've, to put ourselves in the best position for a successful resolution, it would be helpful if Colleen's already got her hands on the stone before we go opening this door. Alternatively, I agree. once we have the cup, death is no longer chained. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, but... They got to this position before that, though. Yes, they did. That kind of implies that even they have ways to at least avoid death. They got to this position before death was pissed off at them. Now death is pissed off at them. I don't think death gets pissed pissed off. off. Yeah. Death is at the very least mildly inconvenienced by them, which is more than he was prior. That thing is like, <laughs> they're probably things that should have died a long time ago. And according to at least Crowley, that's the kind of thing death is supposed to have issues with. Yes. And they've survived this long. Yeah. They, just because we take their cup does not mean they are out of muscle. Hmm. So I think having the stone taken care of first, if we can do anything on that front, will be the more tactically well, at the, advantageous. At the, moment, the, the only the only clue we have to the location of the stone is Ermi's Trismegistus. Trismegistus. That one. <laughs> Look, ancient Greek names is not my speciality. All right, Mister Megorium's Wonder Emporium aside. Mm-hmm. We found all the other items pretty quickly. There are a lot of us. We can probably do this. The other thing is, another another aspect of this, so long as they have their, their hands on the cup, they have the reins of death. And if they realize how many of these artifacts we've devoured while we are still chasing this Philosopher's Stone, they may decide... It's time to use the reins they've newly acquired. At which point we are out of time. I think that's a risk we're going to have to take. Well then. That's a... Let's... So, I mean, the risk if you go after the cup first is you then have the council alerted, aware of you, and after you, while you still have to find the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. The risk if you go for the Philosopher's Stone first is they realize how far along we've gotten and send death after you. Which is an instant game over. 
also potentially, although it might be a moot point, but Jonah's life hanging in the balance. Yes. Also, we don't know how much time Jonah has. Jonas. 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 On, my money's still on the stone because according to Death, who honestly is our closest level of intel on these people, probably, we're still operating at low, if even on the radar type threat right now. We take the cup, we go to the top of the FBI's most wanted, and we're still looking for a stone that we don't have. You're not wrong. I think we should... Jonas survived one of their torturers for... How long has it been? It's been a while. Months. I want to pull him out of there as fast as possible, but on the balance of ending the world versus (laughs) Jonas maybe taking another couple weeks in Club Horrible... It's a sucky calculus, but I feel like it's a pretty pretty clear calculation. Well, since it sounds like we're getting into the voting stage of things, Astrid. Cast my vote. And offer an explanation if you desire. I think we should go for the stone first. It's... Risky, but not as risky as going for the cup first. And I know Jonas, and I know he's in pain, and I want to get him out of there, but I think he would agree with us. My uh, stated preference, as I've said before, is the cup first. Not only for the fact that it rescues Jonas and also gets the it also gets the reins of death out of the hands of our enemy, but we're going to be enemy number one sooner rather than later with them, regardless of whether or not we have all of our artifacts or not. The only difference is once we have all the artifacts, the world won't end. That doesn't mean we won't still have to deal with them. I would rather get the reins of death out of their hands before they have a chance to realize how big of a threat we are than to risk the entirety of reality on going after something else first. Nina? (laughs) I tried to make mine as long as I could so you could stop Yes, I understand. (laughs) Look, here on the West Coast, it's 7.30 right now. Eat dinner time. Um, Two browns and looks extremely frustrated. Yeah, I vote the stone. That has us pretty much settled, but still, Thomas? Yeah. 
You still get to have a vote, even if it stone. Stone. All right. Even if no, they send death after us. Colleen can reshape reality and shit. That's always been true. However, I don't think that'll stop death. But we've decided. The stone it is. So our own. Um, oh, go ahead. Just on a side note, has anyone heard from Paul since nope. we've gotten back? No, I texted him. Cause uh, it's it's been a little bit. I would assume that he is doing something for his very secretive and very shady organization. I'm assuming that I, I I'm assuming that he's just waiting for an opportunity to to come in and and look disapprovingly. Um, but yeah, no, he I, I assume he's off busy doing. He did he left a note and it didn't have a time limit on it. So, okay. all right. Just... The... I want to make sure someone else hasn't been taken. There's no way of us knowing at the moment. So, whether or not he was taken, or whether or not he's off on a secret mission for his organization, we would get the same answer when trying to reach him, so... I'll get a message to Aegis Kadoru, see if... see if we can at least get a yeah, he's fine, or no, we haven't heard from him in X amount of time. We thought he was with you situation. In fact, I'll text text out to the union. Need somebody to check with Aegis Kaidoru about Paul. You get a response of we'll we'll see if we can get one of our contacts to reach out and ask. Okay. Heart, heart. Oh, in that case. Next step would be investigating um, the auto Potential extra step at some point. Um, do we ever want to put faces to this faceless council so we at least know what we're up against? Yes. Yeah. That would be good. I assume a vampire, a devil, a golem, a ghost, and a mage. Maybe a zombie or two. I, like, we don't even know how many people there are on this council, let alone what they consist of. It's true, mm -hmm. we don't. And they probably Ask don't them. use those terms anyway. They probably have fancy, weird names or some shit. I'm sure they have absurd and obscenely, like, overwrought titles. Yes. The Ancient One of Blood, the Ancient One of Stone, the Ancient One of Secrets. That's what this organization tends to go for, even if they're immortal. No, no, the Ancient One is just one guy. You're not... More of a position, really. You haven't interfaced <laughs> with nearly enough secret organizations, Nico. We can use this time trying to find the stone to also do some research and dig into the council. Most of my contacts are depressingly mundane, but I can check. Most of my contacts are specimens, so once that will get Do they answer questions, these specimens? Occasionally, not always. Mm. I mean, there's an Archfey who we did a favor for and might be in a good position to answer questions if you might know anything. Yeah, I'm not super inclined to go talk to that guy again, but, you know, knock yourself out, I guess. I was thinking about that. 
There's also the demon that DJs at the club. I was thinking it about seemed that pretty too. well. There's also Brother Kindness who just appears whenever we need assistance. Oddly, I wasn't thinking of that one. I definitely was not. Yeah. <laughs> Weirdly. Why are you thinking of all the bad guys? I don't know why you're thinking of all the bad guys. Have you seen her aesthetic, Colleen? I'm just saying, Brother Kindness is more likely to be immediately willing to help, even if he doesn't know anything. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, but but number two is the, the, the second part of that sentence is the problem. Well, is is Archer still in the room? Yeah. Uh, Astrid will ask Archer, would Alexander know anything? I mean, I don't know if he'd know immediately, but if there was a way to find out among any of a vampire's resources, he would know how. Okay. Colleen, is the Akashic field like an actual thing or is that just something that people made up? Oh, the Akashic field is in the idea that knowledge is just out there and you can just find it if you know how to reach into it? Yeah. Kind of. Do we know anybody that can do that? Like, you know, Cosmic Google? I feel like Magic Santa Claus is probably one of those. I mean, yes, Brother Kindness is... (laughs) 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 I mean, uh, Brother Kindness is one of the, like, most versed in in delving into the idea of the Akashic field and the sort of the gnosis of the universe. Maybe Brother Kindness should be top of the list. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not an easy task from everything that I've learned from the Akashics, and it takes a lot of study, meditation, and direction, but, Mm -hmm. and you might Mm -hmm. not get the exact answer you're looking for, but you'll learn something from nothing. All I'm saying is I'm more inclined to first ask the person whose name is Kindness than the two people we know that make deals for a living. Ooh, is there a Brother's Smartness? That would be that would be higher on the list if possible, but most most of the most of the 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 high up members of the Akashic Temple that I'm familiar with uh, take names after virtues: um, Sister Serendipity, Brother Kindness. Um, Sister Serendipity sounds like the character in the YA novel that's supposed to be nice and caretaky and is a horrible abusive bitch. Yeah, kind of. Um if she's nice, please don't tell her I said that. It just was a vibe. <laughs> you'll just you'll just be really like fortunate to have her around when you really need her. They legitimately tend to embody their virtues that they choose their names for. Okay, good. Uh, uh, Brother Smartness is probably if media has told me anything also a complete asshole it's actually it's actually sister erudition and yes she's insufferable all right is she a tech is she a tech sister i'm very very glad that stephen moffat has not steered me wrong well she's (laughs) she's sort of if you take like the worst barroom know-it-all who actually knows it all and gave them like and cu- a compulsive desire to share everything they know whenever you mention anything. Oh, her then. At the very least, we'll get the information. Yeah, did she also have a really bad stereotype version of Asperger's? No, she's just kind of logoreic. 
Like, she just talks and talks. Look, what we do is we simply say something that is factually incorrect about the Dark Council and then let her but actually us until we have the information we need. Yeah. We're going to play a round of Um Actually with Sister Erudition. Oh my god. Brilliant. (laughs) If you need to get information and they're not willing to give it straight, get them to correct you about it. It's one of the... Well, it's one of the premier uh, social engineering tactics that I learned as a spy. People love to be right and love to correct you about things I you're wrong I really in. hope she's not dumb enough to fall for that, but I also kind of want her to. <laughs> I mean... We could ask her if we want to be stuck for several hours listening to her give a dissertation. Next! You have any idea the number of so board... brother kindness then? You have any idea the number of board meetings I've sat through? I can do that. That's I great. don't think you I do want that. to do that. You do that. You we'll all... go work on the other avenues. Get her talking, yeah. and you all can leave while I write notes. I was gonna say, Zero goes and talks to Sister Erudition. We find nephew efficiency and have him accompany us to go talk to Brother Kindness. Nephew efficiency. <laughs> oh. Oh. That is the name of the worst Hazel Sister sequel song. <laughs> Nephew efficiency? Yeah. I think we have a plan. This is looking remarkably like a plan, guys. I mean, my temple, yes. at the very least, will be on board with the entire plan because, I mean, my father came from them. He was kind of, a, a, he was kind of an outsider for a lot of time, but he was part of their temple. He never got high enough in like political station to was was his name have a name. Was his but... name Father Mysterious? No, he was he was Alexander the Incomprehensible because he had ideas that no one else could wrap their heads around. So did he have a PhD? Really? Really? <sighs> um so, I just want to yeah, know if your father this... was actually Doctor Strange or not. Wrong type of doctor. Um, it's an not, MD. Not necessarily. <laughs> no, sh- I'm, Stephen I'm Strange not... was an MD. Yes, yes, I understand that. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed and mad. <laughs> I'm just getting you all ready to torture me for a week until that door opens. Hopefully we're not doing that. I mean, keep talking. Maybe we'll maybe we'll get there. But yeah, not. There's for now. probably more efficient ways anyway. But we'll get there um, when we get there. Well, if we find this stone first, wouldn't it be just smarter to take Colleen with so she can destroy the cup very, 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 very quickly? Let's let let's not let's not start yelling at each other about that debate yet. Because I'm pretty sure that'll turn into people yelling at each other. Let's talk about that. Turn that bridge have, when we get there, Tommy. Once we have the stone. That's a later problem. That's a problem for future us. Because if we die getting the stone, it'll be a moot point, anyways. Right, and it's like, hey, yeah, but yeah, no, like, okay, so tomorrow we go talk to some mages after I talk to my boss. 
Why wait? Well, I mean, <laughs> you're gonna have to take. You're gonna have to take a journey. Isn't it really late at night right now? Yeah, it's kind of late, and getting into the Akashic Temple is a journey. Like, is this, do we need to buy plane tickets? What? What? What's? Is it to buy car? Emotional journey. Do I need to? Do I? Do I need to watch some sort of romance movie thing? No. Do I need to ride a tree in outer space? Somewhere where there's an Akashic who's like, I don't understand why, but if I meet this particular guy at some point, I just need to kick them as hard as I can in the face. <laughs> just typhoon kick right there. It's a dough technique. I'll do it. Uh, but no, it's... The Akashic Temple is literally a palace of the mind. It's not a physical place, and getting there is not a walk-through-a-door kind of situation. Father was strange and had a mind palace, you say. Are we certain he wasn't Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> I mean, you've Moffat seen his face. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So we have to meditate our way into a temple. Just like the herbally assisted meditation, or do we just have to sit down and think quiet thoughts? I mean, it depends on who and how you decide to do it, but I mean... Is it kind of like an astral projection thing? Because I'm going to know about that tomorrow. Kind of. Do we need to get those coffins anyways? that might help like be being able to forcefully actually project yourself might help i know that you can i say it's a mental space but you can physically go there as part of the transition it just takes work there's a reason you won't be able to find like there's one for one there's a reason that brother kindness can just show up wherever is it easier if you go there with your body or it's act, it's harder to go there with your body, but it's more efficient, and you won't have your body hanging out in the middle of nowhere while you're in the mind palace. Good, because if we were actually projecting, I wouldn't be going. What all right, well, let's all get some rest. Projecting. I don't and like then... the concept of my soul being separated from my body. I felt I made that abundantly clear. I think and, it has I mean... something to do with ghosts. Hmm. Ah, uh, okay, fair. And and if Alexander Rose was going to be played by anybody, he'd be played by Keanu Reeves. Whoa. <laughs> Neat. Does he know Kung Fu? Yes, but not that rendition of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I'm talking the more recent renditions of Keanu Reeves. Oh, he, oh, he, his dog died and he got really mad? More like there's a city to burn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, his dog died. He got really mad. That's and then the city had to burn. So that, that was step one, two, and then three. I like the idea that Johnny Silverhand is actually <laughs> John Wick. He uh, point at them and tell me the difference. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's the same picture. <laughs> this is just, these are the same characters. <clears throat> there gonna be a fourth one of those? And a fourth John Wick? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. There's a fourth John Wick. There's also a Stars uh, spinoff that's focused on the Continental. There may be a fifth. I believe they have a fifth already announced, too. I still need to the watch the not, first the fourth three. out yet, is it? No. No, fourth isn't out yet. Yeah, yeah. They're good. They're good movies. They're amazing movies. They're fantastic movies. Headshots. They are... Lovely. They are... From like my my geeky film from my geeky film cinematic you know perspective, they are the movie series that topped Lucky Number Eleven for me. And their slapstick, which is great. Mm -hmm. Like the idea of an action murderous, like a like a bloodbath action movie. It's also slapstick comedy. It absolutely is. Like there are absolutely moments of slapstick comedy in all three. There there really are. Like there, it's not like goofy slapstick. No, but it's like there's a scene. But there in, are 100%. There's a scene in one of them where he's yeah, yeah. throwing knives at a guy, but he keeps hitting him with the butt end of the knife. Like, just a. Right. No, because tragedy is when you stub your toe, and comedy is when you fall down a sewer hole and die. <laughs> anyway, so. What is your next steps? Meditating our way to Nirvana. I think we sleep first. <laughs> I mean that too, but oh boy, this is gonna be. Yeah, you just don't... the the group of people that couldn't take a day off are now being asked to meditate. <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna do this, Colleen says. Excuse you, some of us are built for this sort of thing. <laughs> no, you're you're built for medicating, not meditating. There's a difference, Nico. Little column A, little column B, my friend. I've got to teach five people who have no idea how to take a day off how to enter a mind palace. I, can, I know how to meditate. A couple weeks. Because I choose not to doesn't mean... Does say I choose not to let it <coughs> single moment rest doesn't mean that I'm not capable of it. I think. We'll find out. Astrid's going to bed. We should stop quipping and go to bed, yes. I want that to happen in a Stephen Moffat S T V show. I want somebody to just go, we should stop quipping and move on. Like <laughs> Right. <laughs> just really lampshade the shit out of this way. Yep. That would Sleep. be a Moffat esque lampshading. That would be a good one though. <laughs> yeah. That that'd be the kind that'd be the moment where I actually like genuinely appreciate Moffat's like habitual attempt at being clever. <clears throat> all right we go to bed not all the same one three four five yeah you get rest and awaken the next day what are you doing 
Nico's gonna go find Amalia. <laughs> leave a See. leave a note for Astrid. Gone to gone to talk with my mentor. Back by tonight at the latest, most likely. <laughs> so you head out back to that that same bar. <laughs> Um, and continue head on head on back to that private chamber again and again. You are greeted with Amalia, dark skin, covered in tattoos from head to foot, with a variety of different ingredients, herbs, and already smoking something. So you're back. Do you have? Yeah. The life experience that you think you might need in order to comprehend this? I think so. Alright. If you had to quantify that life experience in a two-digit number, <laughs> how big would it be? <laughs> Out of game, do you have the experience to spend, or have you already spent it? I've already spent it. Okay, mm. good. Yeah. Mm. So... All right. Well, go ahead and the ingredients are there on the table. You're going to have to, this one's going to be a little more complicated than the last one because it's going to be something that's going to have to rock your consciousness entirely out of your physical body, not take someone else's into yours. Okay. Mm. So now you've learned how to give and receive. Hey, Nico reciprocates. Hmm. <laughs> now. <laughs> so give it some time. Make sure you get the ingredients right. The balance is going to be important because if you get it wrong, you might not come back. <laughs> yeah. The back was kind of my question. Is that a particular technique, or it does the substance where I I know that what we do is like half science, half not? Cat is upset. Apparently. So, but is this something that just wears off over time, or theoretically, there's no limit to how intent? long you can stay out. However, your physical body still has needs. Mm. And if it dies... Yeah, I don't want to come back to my consciousness and find that I've shit my pants. God. What's you that? can sometimes, if you're paying attention, you might be able to sense any kind of physical commotion going on with your body, but it's generally best to keep an eye on, well, to keep a sense of time for yourself as best as you can. Okay. I have a distinct memory of like a 90s movie or TV series where the main character had an out-of-body experience and was trying to lay back down into his corpse to get back in. And I can't think of what it is. That's definitely a thing that's happened probably in a couple... Like it was definitely you... like a 90s movie and it was just like, he just laid down and tried to will himself back into his body, and it didn't work. So he sat back up. So I just have this image of this person both laying down and sitting up in the same space. <clears throat> you will feel the pain that your body feels while you are away from it, and I have seen what happens when someone dies in that state. 
It is not pleasant. Okay. They shit themselves immediately. I mean, but your that's body what feels when anyone dies. I mean, <laughs> but your body does feel pain. You will feel the and pain you're... inflicted upon your physical body in your astral state. I mean, seems like that'd be a good way to keep track of time. Mm -hmm. Well, you'll feel pain, not necessarily everything else. Okay. You won't, you won't feel your hunger, your thirst, or your tiredness, but you will feel if someone stabs you. Right. So I'm thinking you stick your hand in a box that drops a pin on the back of your hand like every hour. Hmm? I don't know. I, Physical I discomfort and pain later. are slightly different. Just have a friend. And you know this. Just have a friend, oh, Just yeah. have a friend break no, a fair. finger like every hour. <laughs> when you're down to 10, when you breaks the 10th finger, it's been 10 hours. <laughs> Time to come back. <laughs> Basically, mechanically, you can tell when you take a point of damage. Okay. While you're away from okay. your body. So my friend just has to slap me in the face real hard a couple times. Okay. <laughs> then they start setting the fingers back. <laughs> so you get 20 hours total, really. Okay. And Nico will look down at the recipe, get a gra grasp of the ingredients and that sort of thing. Hmm? No. Once you've got it completed... I might have... Once you've got it completed, take your first hit and then return to your body afterwards. Okay. You'll need to know the experience if you want to be able to work in the field. Yeah, no, that's... Yep, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. We'll uh, we'll give this a try then, I guess. Go ahead and roll your... <clears throat> it's an extended roll. You need 10 successes. Okay. And this one is the... Each roll, each roll represents 10 minutes of prayer, chanting, and breathing in incense. Roll a maximum number of times equal to your stamina plus your elixir. And if you don't get 10 successes in that number of rolls, then you just fail. Gotcha. You take some time to inhale the incense that you've crafted and <laughs> breathe and focus. And it takes a little under an hour, about 50 minutes before finally you have that sensation of exhaling and realize that it was not your breath leaving your lungs, but your spirit leaving your body that you had exhaled. And you feel yourself drift out from your corporeal form as you ascend into the twilight from your body. Can I still, like, see physicality around me? Like, can I look down at my own body? Or... Yes. You, you look down and you see yourself and Amalia and Amalia looks and seems to be seems to be cognizant of what's happened and just says, and as you can hear her say, it's kind of watery and kind of distorted, like listening to someone from underwater. Um, but she, she says, very good. Now return. And Nico will try to will himself back into his body. <laughs> Only wits and composure. Okay. One success. One's all you needed. So with a with a focused effort of will, you manage to retreat your your 
astral projection back into your physical form and come to consciousness after having projected yourself. Okay, that was weird. Welcome back. I could kind of still perceive what was happening in the immediate area. Such is the way of Twilight. You can retreat further from reality as you journey in your in your search for other planes but on your departure it's good to remember the reference from which you leave how tied is it to geospatial circum like like if somebody comes and physically relocates me is that going to make life harder no Returning to your body is not a matter of where it, your body is physically placed. However, okay. locating your body without simply returning yourself to it may be more difficult if it is moved. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. All right. As transition from place to place becomes less of a direct travel from point A to point B. And more of gotcha. a transition of point A has become point B, and you are now at point B without having moved from point A. That makes sense. All right. Well... Call on me if you need anything, then this is enlightening. I think you have bigger problems to worry about if your reports are anything to be believed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to see how that all shakes out. <laughs> I'll you worry about... girlfriend? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What did you sorry, what did you say specifically? You want to meet my girlfriend? If you feel like sharing a meeting with her, I won't object, but I think if I'm going to ask you any favors, it'll be after you've saved the world. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you later then. And he's going to get up and go back to the hideout. <laughs> Some time has passed. You end up back at the hideout sometime in the evening. It's been a day. <laughs> Sun hasn't set yet, but it's getting there. Okay. He'll just walk downstairs and see what everybody else has gotten up to. <laughs> what has everyone else been doing for the day? Trying to meditate. <laughs> Astrid's been trying to uh, research the Philosopher's Stone. Roll me intelligence and uh, academics. And then, Jeremy? Going to a club. Okay. You going to Sentis or? Yep. All right. Three successes. (laughs) So... Uh, the things that you are able to learn, you're not able to cover much more from like a mage knowledge perspective of the Philosopher's Stone. You basically learn 
a few of the like mythological connotations and the sort of the connection to Hermestris Megistus and the sort of like ancient Greek origins and more of that, but you're not quite able to uncover anything more of mythic significance as far as like what mages would know about the thing. Um, I cannot remember her name, but I remember Astrid has a mage contact. Uh, Spider Kincaid from, from, from Helen? Yes. The, the, the mage that you, the sorceress that you contacted a while back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's going to give her a call, see if she knows anything. Uh, I will tell you that as far as your contact goes there, she's not going to know too much about it. That's, that's definitely okay. outside of her wheelhouse as far as magical things goes. All right. Um, but um, Colleen will try and teach Zero how to meditate. Uh, Zero roll, let's see, Wits and Resolve. Wits. I feel like Wits isn't the appropriate intellectual stat for meditation. I feel like you want the anti-Wits. Eh. You're trying to manipulate your wits by emptying it. Empty your mind. I've got your mind shit all over my floor! I feel like it'd be like composure and... Alright. Not that that would matter for me, because it'd be the same role. Uh, let's resolve. Uh, I'm gonna spend a willpower on this. He's actually trying. I like the... I, 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 no, no offense, John, but I really hope you fail this role, just because I really like the idea of Zero being like, just trying to get into a state of calm and spiritual, like, like oneness, and being like, this isn't working... What's the cheat code? <laughs> so Who's you begin to focus and meditate, and it's a very slow process, and you're certainly not on the level of unleashing yourself as would allow one to to reach another state of being. Um, it's not something you're going... You, you get the feeling this is something that takes mages who are on a level of awakened status a long time to learn, and you're not a mage, and you're just starting out. Thunder's just at, at one point, I wrote nothing. The last time I did this, I was undercover at a hippie commune. I wasn't actually meditating. So, that's, that's legit for zero. <clears throat> Uh, meanwhile, while that's happening, um, Nina, you head yep. to Senti's. Yep. Senti is in at the time that you arrive. Awesome. What you gonna do? Hey. I will just simply approach. Like, oh. walk up, not, you know, not try to just casually walk up. How are you? Hey, darling. It's lovely to see you again. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. So, 
got a question for you. I might have answers. I might not? have a couple questions for you, actually, depending. Um, what's the name of the shadow count? It, it, it's as far as you've, been, call, you've just been calling it the shadow council. Yeah. So do you know anything about, like, a council of, like, elder supernatural or, or, or powerful or leading supernatural types in this area? I mean, that's certainly a topic of some discussion. Really? Hoping to learn. Names, locations, where might be vulnerable. Um, Basically, pretty much anything that I can. Well, the... Large um, rumors passing along are mixed. Anything from there's only a small number of them to there's about seven or eight of them, one from each of the major supernatural powers to there's dozens of them of varying levels of strength to... There's only one person in charge of this council, and he is something beyond all reckoning. It's okay. difficult to pin down what exactly is forming this mysterious council that you are able to learn much about. Oh, hey, I'm Merlin. I'm sure that it is, but you, you, you seem like. If I can be upfront, you seem like a smart person. And you seem like somebody who, when rumors of something of this potential power level and thus threat popping about, you would probably start quickly learning to discern what's fact and what's fiction. Is that wrong of me to think? Roll. Manipulation and expression or persuasion. I will be spending willpower on this. Uh, Manipulation, expression. I'm real good at expression. Maybe I should have done it in song form. One. Ah, 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 ah. Look at all those sevens. Look at all those sevens. <laughs> Hate the new world of darkness. So she looks at you. <clears throat> well, There's a number of things that I might know. Where the blues clues are. The true identity of Barney the dinosaur. 
And what's in the Nickelodeon goo? For one, there's a name that they give themselves that is rarely known to those outside that I may have learned. For one, they're known as the Sophic Council. Sophic. Sophic, not sapphic, because I would be down with the other one. You beat me to it, damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's an ancient Hebrew word meaning finite, as in has an end. I mean, typically when you have a list of individuals, there is an end to that list. That's interesting. As opposed to Ein Sof, which is the infinite or unending. They are the Sophic Council, the Ending Council, the Finite Council. Council. Like, theoretically, the Council to bring about the end times. That is certainly one interpretation. Okay. And I can tell you, some of the more outlandish myths are just that. The idea that the Ur vampire Cain is on this council is utter garbage. Hold on just a second as she pulls out her book. Cain, oldest vampire. Thank you. Good to know. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No, yeah. I'm like, the fact that you keep saying they you are speaking not just that but you are speaking very much in a plural sense so it seems like you have some idea of their makeup I have thoughts and theories they're very secret they don't like anyone to know the details especially because well If their plans are as their name implies, most of us would rather they didn't exist. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it's, it's, yep. It's funny because the reason that I'm interested has something to do with preventing the end of everything so one might assume that their name being as it is they're working towards that and it's not just a cool name that's the assumption that I am most concerned with yes and why I've been looking into it nice It is to be believed that, while perhaps not the most dangerous and powerful members of each of the monstrous orders that stalk the night that you and your friends are so keen on hunting down, they are definitely not to be trifled with. Yeah, we've gathered that. 
So we're thinking uh, elders in a more than ceremonial sense. Definitely. And for instance, I, the yeah, the figure that I can most strongly link to the Sophic Council from my realm of existence is one who, by your reckoning with the knowledge that you may have of your own, I would identify as Stolas. Could you spell that for me? S-T-O-L-A-S. I was really close. Okay. Who is a lord of knowledge and understanding. He's like you? Yes. Sweet. Any idea where A, we could potentially find Old Stoli? And B, and I realize how this sounds, and I am ready for the no for this. What we could do to fuck Stoli up? You can try. Stolas Stolas is reckoned as a great prince of hell in command of 26 legions of demons, a teacher of astronomy and knowledgeable of herbs, plants, and precious stones. Okay. Often seen by others in the form of a raven or a crowned owl with lengthy legs. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. You're talking about one of the masters of thaumaturgy and unnatural magic among the Underrealms. Right. With, as I believe I mentioned, 26 legions of demons so, at his command. So we're talking so you're like saying five dots of allies. So you're saying... Don't fist fight him. Got it. Definitely unlikely to play out in your favor. What would be likely to play out? Making use of that power that you asked me about previously. Assuming you have it now, which you, I believe in you. I think you should. Is you probably located? Me, it's in been the several weeks. The, the nail. nail of Helena. Oh. That kills demons. Yeah. Kills demons permanently. That's not really on the table anymore. I mean, like, Colleen can give them one hell of a middle finger. Yeah, but I'm not going to tell her that. That tool is probably your greatest chance at defeating Stolas, because honestly... I don't know what you could do to defeat him on a conventional level. What if we just wanted to 
temporarily like capture him and shove him face first into a door for a while. Do you have the Ring of Solomon? I don't think we... Do we have the Ring of Solomon, guys? Sure not. I don't know. Pretty damn sure not. There's a lot of artifacts that we got around and collected. No, no, there was no ring. This This MacGuffin No, no, Ring of of Solomon is from (laughs) Kabbalic lore. It's basically... It's a ring that you can cram a demon into. So are a lot of things that we've been that we've been hunting yeah. down. No, we got no, an it's... iron wreath. That's the closest thing. It's 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 a it's 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 Jaro demon. We do not have yeah, a that's 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 a, that's a demon's that's a demon's way of saying a thing you don't have. What if we what if we were I don't know handcuffs soaked in holy water. Uh, a bag filled with I, so- can, I don't know. I hear you can get up to six demons in a bag. <laughs> like a, the blessed trunk of a car. <laughs> like I'll put it to you like do, this. Do you know, we don't need him there long. Do you know we just any, need him to hold him at face first against a door for a little bit. Do, do, you, know any, do you know any priests? I'll put it to you like this. Stolas is so far beyond what I can explain to you how to defeat that Mr. White is a, is a street thug by comparison. I mean, it's not... White kind of went down like a bitch, though. So, I, so. I, I, that's <laughs> literally the words... In my head that I was about to you didn't, say. You didn't beat White. You deal. You you made a deal with him. Yeah, but they don't know that. <laughs> okay, so mm-hmm. la, let's let's table. How do we kidnap, or abduct, or face shove into door for a moment? Where would we find him? Outside of hell, I don't have an answer for you. You're saying he's probably in hell currently. I don't know. I am not one to keep track of the great princes. So you're telling us to go to hell. Okay. Well, that's that. That's information. Um... Anybody else you might know of, or is that I mean, is that the? I'm sure. The I'm sure. If this Sophic Council is of interest to you, you'll probably be able to find his hand in whatever you're investigating, if it's led you to them. Fair. Um, side question. You may or may not know the answer to this, but. Um, have you ever met death? And if so, would you trust them with information they told you? Have I met the avatar of death? Yes. That's a question out of left field. This is entirely hypothetical and does not have anything to do with any experiences that may or may not have happened recently. I mean, 
the avatar of death's been around before. I haven't really spoken to it. But I mean, why would death lie? And it could just kill you instead. You're not wrong. I just wanted to make sure. Again, hypothetically, should we encounter death for some unforeseen reason? Good to know. All right. It's been good talking to you. Lovely um, seeing you again, darling. Come perform once in a while. I'll see you sometime. Um... I've got to go. I will chat at you later. They turn and make my way out. You make your way out. <laughs> Do you fear death? <clears throat> so, ah. where are you headed after that? Oh, back to the back to the back to the hideout. Okay, he almost said back to the clubhouse. Back to the clubhouse. <laughs> Yeah, I head back in. What are Thomas and Astrid up to? Astrid was reading books. Yeah, Astrid's like sprawled out on the floor with books all around her and her laptop and a bottle of rum. Has my gift arrived yet? (laughs) I'll say yes. Cool. Uh oh. I have no idea what this is, but I'm already scared. I don't, I, I I went over this. This is so. I'll say probably right as um as Nina is arriving. I walk in with a package that's been done. on. No, 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 no. This thing is coming on a flatbed, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like as as, as Nina that's as Nina right. as okay, Nina's no. arriving. There is a there's pallet a being there's a pallet being lowered off of a truck that is just has like a big like aluminum box uh, that is that it has like a latch on it that can be opened up. Looks uh, can I see the packing slip on that? Uh, the person who is literally driving a pickup with a trailer on it is like asks them and thumbs over to Thomas and drives off. Oh, it's yours. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see anybody up here. I was just I was, des- just... I was desperately hoping that Nina was just going to have to be like, the, the guy just goes up, sign for it. <laughs> it's going to be heavy. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, that's... Kay. Yep. Uh, it's heavy. Can you help me bring it downstairs? What is it? Look, the two yeah. of you? <laughs> looking, at, looking at Nina's strength of two. <laughs> I think you are accurate. No, I, I've got your profile card over here. Strength oh, two. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you cheat. You have us tell you them, and then you write them down. Hey, I look over at <laughs> Nina. Hang on. Never mind. I'll just tell her it's up here. Uh, what, 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 what? Thomas, what do we... Uh-huh. You know what? Never mind. I'm. I want to see how this plays out. And she just sits back. Cool. All right. Uh. Oh, this hey. probably doesn't work if they don't show up. Hold on just a second. Go downstairs. 
Astrid? Yeah? Looks I like think Thomas got you something. Uh, okay. But I can't, but the two of us combined cannot carry it down. So you're going to have to go up there. Um, One eye opens from the meditating zero. What? I don't know what this is, but you really have to go check. Is there any possibility it's alive? There isn't not a possibility. There were air holes, as she so, said, as she, that doesn't mean anything. No. <laughs> as she says, as she's heading back up. Astrid's going to grab her axes and go up. I'll follow <laughs> after Astrid. Uh, hey, hey, um, I didn't know if you want it like here or back at, uh, you know, you're. So we, how how big is this thing when when Astrid goes up? It's like it, it's 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 in a it's in a shipping container. Well, not like a like a not like a fancy one, but basically like a big aluminum box mm-hmm. um, that is probably about six seven feet tall and probably five or six feet wide. Uh, what's this? Uh, it, it it's an it's a bronze. It's a bronze bowl. That brass, brass, brazen, yeah, brazen, brazen, brazen yes. bowl. You the, ju- there's a brief pause, and then Nina just falls over laughing. <laughs> you open the door on the, y- yeah. You open the door, and inside there is a bronze statue of a bull with a with a like a heavy latch on the side. Oh, cool! I meant literal. Now look over your shoulder. <laughs> Just gonna turn, stare at Thomas for a second. Why? Uh, thanks. <laughs> Sorry, what did he say? Thanks. What, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. He, he said thanks. thanks. Oh, thanks. Th- for, for what? For, uh, uh, you know, having a back. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Another <laughs> peal of laughter. Stares at this thing. Looks back at Thomas. Um. Okay. Would you like me to order a truck uh, of some kind, Astrid? Yes, please. Pull. This is not going to fit on my motorcycle. Pull my phone out. No. Dial. I'm calling a truck to move this thing. <laughs> and you you do recognize this as a as an implement of torture and execution that is designed to cook someone alive. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. She probably knows what it is. Oh, Sarah says he's looking at it and thinking about it for a second. That, yeah, that... yeah, it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be useful actually in the coming days. <laughs> Yes, I thought so. All part of the plan. <laughs> well, we can put it in the torture suite right now. Cool. I will I, somewhere. Whether you know, the symbolism would probably make that work better. Colleen says as she looks at the at the bull. Why does it look like the stock market bull? Kinks. 
Don't worry about it. I feel like it's a commentary on something. Is Nico back at this point, or is he still gone? I can drive up right about now. <laughs> like Nico, stop! Nico, park. Get out of the car. Definitely bobbing his head, listening to something. Waves at everybody. Starts walking downstairs. Stops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turns back around. The AirPods come out. <laughs> Did we hire a broker? <laughs> Uh, Thomas got me a gift. Couple gears turn, light bulb goes on. Not what I meant, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what did I? Well, it's already here. (laughs) Did you advise him? I see that. Did did you advise him on this? Please tell me you advised him to do this. I said that it was important to make sure you were considering other people before you engaged in actions that might involve some level of hazard. I think he made a couple of uh, conclusions of his own with that information, one would say. Got a little creative, maybe, bud? Yeah. Um, So exercised a little bit of individual initiative i'd say um thomas you can't just buy people stuff whatever you mess up i didn't buy you'll it. go broke it's okay i just called in a favor you can buy stuff for me whenever you screw up cool Ugh. it won't be the only thing that you need to do but it helps yeah yeah i figured Click. It and, does bear uh, an uncanny resemblance to the stock to the Wall Street bull, however. I mean, it's it could always serve the same sort of function as putting a toilet on your front lawn. What function does a toilet on your front lawn serve? Do you not know about yard toilets? No. God, you need to get out more. I'm putting uh, it in the torture suite. If it will fit. No. Trying to get a gauge on Astrid just to see how well this is going over. I mean, if 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 you're using it for decoration, yeah, that would work fine. If you're going to use it for practical application, you kind of need to have it in a place where you can have an open fire underneath it. I, I don't know if I'm gonna like actually use it. It'll be useful when okay. we go to Savannah. Wait, what are you planning to do with them, Savannah? I mean, if we need to generate a lot of pain very quickly, that's one hell of a way to do it. Yeah, who's getting in there? Well, if not me, we can round up some people. Stop (laughs) trying to do the noble sacrifice thing, Sarah. It's not a noble sacrifice. I literally can regenerate my body. (laughs) I mean, it's an egotistical sacrifice, but that's not the point. By the way, on that note... You know when we were talking about this last night, and I was like, I can go talk to the demon. And then we we pivot away from that. Well, I did that anyways. Um, 
and uh-huh. I learned some information. Okay. Uh, information piece number one, not related to this specific thing, but maybe useful in the future. The original vampire is Kane. That's confirmed. But pulls out notepad, writes down. Wait, like Bible Kane? Yes. To know? Not Kane, pro wrestler Kane. Pretty sure. Okay. I've seen K- I've seen pro wrestler Kane out during the daylight. Also, he's mayor of Knox County. But if pro wrestler um, Kane is the originator, if pro wrestler Kane is the originator of all vampires, perhaps he's immune to the damages of the sun. Well, anyway, he's been set on fire too. Anyway, that's not the fire point. as well. It's not the point. He Kane is not relevant to the specific detail. So no, the but count, that's a good group is piece of act, info. Yes. The group is actually known as the Sophic Council. It's an old Hebrew okay. word for the end, isn't it? Huh? Yes. No, a sophist oh. is somebody who makes smart sounding but very incorrect uh, arguments. Not P H F I C. Okay, there's an F in there. I was half right. Well, specifically, it's the it's the old Hebrew word for finite, which yeah, carries along sort of the end kind of connotations. Right. Oh, uh, I, I I understand. I just like Zero having a like ninety five percent understanding of random words. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, there is Something. our demon friend knows at least one one person on the council. Who they shared with with me, uh, Stolas, who is a demon lord, and like. if Stolas is not in hell, they don't know where he is. So, lord, as in owns land, has been knighted by the queen, in charge of multiple, like like twenty le- something legions of demons. Ah. Like okay. knight, more like f- general. More feudal, yes. Yes. So not a direct confrontation, then. <laughs> I mean, if we can get, like, 28 legions of demons on our side, maybe. Hmm? Well, that, where I'm thinking is from that point. Look, is this guy's a demon lord? He has a cult. Yeah. We find the cult. We might find who the cult is working with. We find out who the cult is working with. We find a much more capturable person who we can shove face first into a door. Inside a bowl on fire. (laughs) I mean, possibly inside a bowl on fire, possibly just shove him face first into a door either way. Again, I don't think the door right. is a physical object. I think we have to do the sacrifice to open. Maybe. We'll figure it out, though. We don't know oh, yeah. either but way. It, but at least there we'll we've find got some it first. We're, bring, we're bringing the targets. bull regardless. Yes, I feel like that's an we're optimal. We're going to need a truck. I, I, but like, I have access to those. The problem with the bull is what if it's like a vampire? With There's the not going to be a lot of... No, no, not the bull. The Sophic council member that we capture, Uh, putting him in the bull, that's not going to be a long long amount of pain. No, but it will be a great amount of pain. 
Peyton is how one... many people died at the uh, at uh, at the March of the Sea? Well, I think it's specifically in Savannah at the end of it that we're trying yes, to copy. But it. how many people died in Savannah? Like roughly the population of Savannah at the time? Would have been something around there. Decent chunks, but here's the thing too with vampires. Isn't it fire that hurts them? Mm-hmm. If the fire's on the outside of the bull and the bull is made of metal and the fire's not inside, it's still it gonna might... hurt. Oh, it's still gonna hurt, yeah. But like it's I I'm just I'm not sure it would actually be kind of interesting to see. Does it have to be open flame and direct contact, or is concentrated heat just as effective? That's a question for someone who runs more vampire games than me, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're in charge of this yeah. one. <laughs> That's the thing is, yes, it will still kill them quickly, but it's your game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, no, it has to be fire. You can put them in a bakery. Well, we're not lighting you on fire. We're baking you to death. There's a difference. Right. Have some appreciations for the nuances of the situation. Also, it's kind of like a tea kettle because there are little horns and there are little holes in the face of this of this bowl that <laughs> let you scream out. But the, but it's, yeah, but it's, it just... it's meant to oscillate the screams to sound like a bull to sound yeah, like a bull. Yeah, like the, uh, the, the, ex, wow. the exit fumes Roar. are distorted so that it like it yep. makes a... bellow. So it doesn't sound like you're keeping someone alive necessarily. Though it will sounds like it's a very angry, potentially modulating bull. But it will smell like you're cooking someone alive. Regardless, yes. If it's a vampire, then it would probably be over a little more quickly. And yeah, I imagine though, inflicting the true death of a vampire is a amount of pain on a similar level. And how do you quantify pain anyway? God damn it. It's sort of the emotional. I feel like pain is a combination of the physical <laughs> and the emotional aspects of it. But Are like you saying I mean, that we find the vampire and we fu- we, we 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 hit their their vulnerable emotional points? Yes, right. Yes. Like, you know, throw in a picture of their children with them. As we we we, we 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 find a vampire with like. Uh, I find I a vampire know. with a dangerously codependent relationship with a ghoul. Kill the ghoul in front of them, and then put them in the bowl. Yeah, that, it's that, a bull that ghoul. Is, actually, that is the question. It will, we need to figure out if emotional pain will work for this door. If so, we'd simply parade through the streets of Savannah, insulting people. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like a bad idea. Parade through a city insulting people is equivalent to mm. the pain and distress caused by burning that city we'll to the ground. To, we'll have to insult them a lot to get the equivalent. <laughs> we, 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 we find vampires with like... I mean, if you're looking to take an emotional toll on the residents of Savannah, just play You Guys Lost the Civil War on a loudspeaker <laughs> over and over and over and over again. They know it's a landmark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we 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 just bring up how often Atlanta sports teams fail to <laughs> <in> their... <laughs> get to the playoffs to and choke in the first round. 
We just show. We just put a montage together. Last There's... like seven hours of that. There we go. Or or we find a street corner doomsayer and beat him up. Again. Why? Whole city. Just because. You just want to beat up a doomsayer. I do, actually, yes. <laughs> they have weird signs that don't make sense, like bathe daily in the blood of Jesus. Yeah, even if you're a Christian, that kind of doesn't... It just, it, that's it, not really... Uh, I don't understand what the concept was. It's just... <laughs> and the picture on he the sign be... was dipping a white shirt into a bowl of blood. <laughs> His arrow lives in Atlanta, too. He's seen there, them, too. You have your extremists in all religions. <laughs> exactly. So let's find one and beat him up. <laughs> no, then they'll just justify what they do via religious prosecution reasoning. Yeah, then we also get we get the double whammy. We get the physical pain and also the, the, the pain of them bending themselves into a pretzel mentally. At this point, Astrid's going back inside to continue yeah. researching. Fair, fair, yeah. We send the bull off. <laughs> oh, with the with we, the brazen with the brazen bull sent I'm sorry. off. I just have an image of like us like 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 opening up the box and then smacking the <laughs> smacking the bronze bull on the ass and it just runs off. <laughs> Whap. I still feel like a like a like a brazen bull in the shape of the Wall Street bull is some sort of metaphor. Oh yeah, capitalism sucks, and will eat you alive. That would be actually the cruelest AI. <laughs> Create an AI that can inhabit a brazen bull, <laughs> and then it just runs around while people are burned inside of it. <laughs> But give it a sense of smell. And humor. While the while the bull is carted off to the torture suite, and as people try and figure out what their plans are going to be to either capture a member of the Dark Council or somehow inflict enough torment to, to match the torment of a town burning down, or um, Figure out exactly how to find the lapis, the the lapis philosophorum, and meditate their way into the Akashic Temple. That's where we're going to end for the week. <laughs> Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs> Clown. Dude.